Hello, everyone. Kent Maddox here with Beverly Maddox, who's my wife, by the way, not my sister. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Even though I take that as a compliment that people have said that we have really started looking more in life brother and sister we've talked about this on the podcast before would you like to have a little more deep my sister it? in the lord i am your sister in the lord my brother <laughs> my brother brother where art thou we just recently watched that movie again oh, brother where art thou through a completely different lens and i'm just telling you there is so much spiritual significance in that movie and a lot of the demonic really yeah. it, it was stunning i mean it really just shocked me when you're really paying attention, you see all of the little subliminal, uh, demonic little intros. We've been getting some revelation in about the realm and how to deal with some demonic forces. We'll be talking to you about that in the future uh, as we're, we're getting in a format so we hopefully can communicate it to you, uh, you know, in a very specific, simplistic manner. But uh, this is the season to really overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb. This is Passover, and we're so excited about this Passover season. Uh, we've been teaching, uh, ministering here at Word Alive the last several weeks, preparing for Passover. If you've not seen any of these messages, uh, I encourage you to go to wordalive.org, yes. uh, or you can go to our YouTube channel, and you can watch these messages uh, in preparation for Passover. But we're here now. It's the week of Passover, and we want to encourage you about what's transpiring right now prophetically and how you can move into a brand new cycle of blessings this Passover season. So thank you for tuning in. We should have a great time. As always, Beverly shares some poetry with us as we start the podcast, kind of sets the tone and the atmosphere. So Beverly, what do you have for us today? Well, I actually have two poems today because I think, I think they're both appropriate, and we are in a double portion anointing, and I believe that's um, a part of this Passover for us especially. It is a season of double portion anointing. So I'm going to start with a glimmer because Passover shapes what can be. It's your opportunity to receive what God has said. That The promised land is a real destination. Does it mean that you won't fight? giants and it doesn't doesn't mean that you won't fight rulers that are chasing after you and all of the things that happen in the wilderness but it is a glimmer of what can be so this first poem is a glimmer thought creates the gift facilitates limited in scope only by lack of hope imagination by design sets free the power of the mind choose your path sing dance live and laugh everything good for the asking Perpetual, long-lasting, germinating, growing, fertile seed. Just a glimmer when first conceived. Potential beauty bathed in light. Possibilities limited only by lack of sight. <laughs> it's really beautiful, it's a good one. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, nice. Well, and the second one is atone because that atonement of the blood at one meant we are at one with Christ because of the shed blood, because of the work on the cross. So atone. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Life's cacophonic din quiets when we choose. Solitude can be found in the midst of turmoil, open heart no longer bound. By destruction's fertile soil, chaos swallowed down. Enter into the peace zone. Listen, what's that sound? Step outside the noise, atone for past noises in your head. Think who you want to be. No more fear, no more dread. Silence thoughts, then you will see. Wow, beautiful. Right? 
they're really just so they were so prophetic and I really had no idea I mean I'm so thankful for this little book, actually. What was that line? What's that sound? Hey there, yeah. what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. It's this. about the Kent University yep. shootings. And so that song Time came to wake it. up and see what's going on around yes. us. And it is Passover yes. season. Now, let me just jump right into this. Uh, we have written a transformation workbook. Uh, Beverly will be reading out of that today. Uh, this, uh, the, the very, oh, I'm sorry. This isn't this the transformation isn't but this is the appointed times no, book by our friend Christine Valles, which is which is part of what we talk about in our workbook. Is yeah, part of what we talk about in our workbook is Christine's some of Christine's teachings exactly on alignment, right. and so these are available at lifeoffreedom.site. Uh, the concept of alignment, aligning with God's prophetic seasons, is so important. Deuteronomy sixteen sixteen gives us a command: three times a year we are to appear before the Lord. Do not appear empty-handed, that a blessing can rest upon our house. God Himself instituted the feast, and a lot of people think these are the feast, just just Jewish feast, but actually they're the Lord's feast, and they're to be kept actually eternally forever. Yes. Zechariah twelve says, even in when the millennial reign of Christ is here on the earth, the Lord has actually returned to the earth with His triumphant ones to rule and reign during the millennial reign. Even then, it says. Anyone or any nation that does not participate in the feast will have no rain. And so these are God's appointed cosmos feast. These, this is how the universe works. The universe works in harvest, seed time and harvest, spring, uh, summer, fall, winter. These are all the ways you align with actually the universe and how God wants to bless us from harvest to harvest. These feasts are Passover, Pentecost and Tabernacles. We're in the season of Passover right now. Now, here's where it gets tricky for some because Constantine in 300 AD came on the scene and shifted the times and season, merged pagan religions with Christianity, and literally shifted the feast and those things into more of a common way of celebrating, moving paganism with Christianity, and, and hence was birth Easter, which is the god Eshtar, which is all about fertility. I believe, and our, our conclusion of the matter after much study is, Everything got watered down because you see that you see the result for 1400 years, the church goes into the dark yes. ages. And so Acts prophesies in the book prophesied in the book of Acts was prophesied that God would restore all things. We believe one of the main things God is restoring is the times and the seasons and the cycles of the feast of the Lord so that we're at the right place at the right time. And so just like we've all had cycles of destructions, these are based these feasts are designed to allow us to every year move into cycles of redemption and to take us higher and higher. Passover is all about redemption, Pentecost all about provision, tabernacles all about gathering or harvest. And so these are cycles that the enemy actually hates. That's right. The devil doesn't mind us celebrating Easter. Uh, I've been on a roll with this lately, but it's, it, it is it is for me important is that, you know, we can't get caught up in the Easter eggs and the Easter egg hunts well, the and the chocolate bunnies and all this. the reason we cannot get caught up in it is because – 
we have really been researching this and studying this out. It's around the feast that all of the manifest presence of God and unusual miracles take place. This is why Constantine was so determined. I'd like to read this one little bit out of Christine Vale's uh, The Appointed Times. Do I have time? Yeah, sure. This is John 12, 1 through 26. On the next day, the large crowd who had come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem took the branches of the palm trees and went out to meet him and began to shout, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. Jesus, finding a young donkey, sat on it as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. These things his disciples did not understand at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written of him and that they had done these things to him. So the people who were with him, when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify about him. For this reason also the people went and met him because they heard that he had performed this sign. So the Pharisees said one to another, you see that you are not doing any good. Look, the world has gone after him. Wow. Keep reading. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I had time. Please do. Now, there were some Greeks among those who were going up to worship at the feast. These then came to Philip, who was from Bethesda of Galilee, and began to ask him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip came and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life loses it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it to life eternal. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me... The Father will honor him. Isn't that a beautiful piece of scripture? It is so powerful, but I love how, because this has been our declaration and our, I mean, truly our heart's desire to see this accomplished in the earth. The supernatural presence, the manifest presence of Jesus and unusual miracles. Now, let me tie this together uh, for you, which is such a powerful thing Beverly just read, because Passover is about Jesus and the resurrection. Jesus is our Passover lamb. Now, the scripture Beverly just read in John 12, when Jesus came into Jerusalem, here's what God told Moses. He said, in in Egypt, find a lamb, bring the lamb in, and watch the lamb for five days. On that fifth day, if the lamb is without spot or wrinkle, sacrifice the lamb and eat the lamb and put the door put the blood on the doorpost Jesus when Beverly was reading this scripture Jesus came riding into Jerusalem on the 10th of Nisan wow for 5 days he was questioned by the Sanhedrin yes. and Pilate and they could not find any Thing wrong with him. No fault, no flaws. And on the 14th day, which is the day of Passover, not a day before, not a day after, but on the day of Passover, Jesus, the Lamb of God, was crucified. And so we see that, that 
God brings Christ in perfect order to the Passover lamb. That's why the devil hates it when we celebrate Passover, because when we're celebrating the true Passover, we're celebrating Jesus Christ, the lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the whole world. We have been delivered from the hand of the enemy by the blood of the lamb. That's why Paul the Apostle in 1 Corinthians 5, 7 says, seeing Jesus is our Passover lamb, let's keep the feast. Let's keep Passover. And so every year we're able to tap into a new flow or vein of redemption. The other powerful point that Bev brought on that scripture, on this very feast, Jesus said these words, unless a seed goes into the ground and dies, it abides alone. This is the time of year that we put the seed in the ground. If we can catch this, this is so powerful. All All the old farmers here in Alabama, they'll tell you, get your seed in the ground before Resurrection Day. Why? It's the way the earth is designed to work. Isn't that fabulous? It's God's God's order. order. They tell you around here, get your stuff planted before Resurrection Day, and they believe then, then, right, by the time harvest comes in the fall, which is our tabernacles, you will be holding your harvest. And so... God always has harvest in mind. And so here at Passover, God instructs us, come before me, worship, celebrate what has already been done done for us. So think about Passover, five million Jewish people in bondage because of the blood of the lamb, looking forward to what God would do one day, came out of Egypt. They were delivered. They were healed. Not one sick among their tribe and left with the wealth of the Egyptians. If these people, people by faith in the blood of a regular lamb could receive all the benefits of Passover, looking to what God would do one day, how much more you and I looking back at what God has already done 2,000 years ago through the cross, the main Passover, receive all those benefits. And so that's what this season is for us, to tap into the flow of redemption. Well, and we we really believe that this is passing over for conquest, that we are conquering all of the giants in the land once and for all. And this this is particularly for me, this can be about a financial seed. This can be about just breaking off that lack and never having enough, having more month than money, which we found ourselves in that situation over the years many times. But by faith, we've trusted and believed that our seed, we we give our first fruits. Uh, we have uh, learned to terumify. We are yes. following all of the Hebraic roots and all of the principles so that when our seed goes into the ground, that it produces and multiplies. It doesn't just go in and reproduce itself. It multiplies. And so I want to encourage you, whatever seed it is that you need to sow, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's love, whether it's peace, whether it's mercy, whether it's grace, whether it's understanding, uh, Whatever it is, sow that seed ambly and with a cheerful heart, full of an expectation that God is going to return it to you with an incredible increase in harvest, especially your financial seeds. I believe that with my whole heart. Why? Because I've seen it happen 
over and over and over again. I mean, we have so many testimonies of God healing us and literally taking care of us financially. Now, he's never early and he's never late. And that on time, God will make you a little anxious sometimes. <laughs> make you sweat sometimes. <laughs> It'll make you sweat. But he really wants to redeem all that has been lost. And his promises truly are yes and amen. So the seed aspect of this and understanding that Christ truly is the first fruit of that seed that was sown. And everything in our faith is based upon that principle. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10, honor the Lord with your possessions. The first fruit of your increase, your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. This whole concept of first fruits is our whole salvation's based yes. in it. It says if the first yes. is blessed, the rest is blessed. Yes. Why are we going to be resurrected? Why are we going to get resurrected bodies? Because Jesus was our first fruits. Jesus was the first, and now the rest are blessed. That one seed, Jesus, that went into the ground and rose again, now we rise again because of the power of first fruits. Jesus died on Passover, and he was raised on first fruits, <laughs> on the day of first fruits in God's order of feast. And then the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost. And so you see the intentionality and of the God. Pattern and that it just continues eternally. It was not supposed to stop. Constantine completely disrupted God's order. And God is now restoring all things. That's Chuck right. Pierce teaches us so powerfully, if you can just get your mind wrapped around, God is always about harvest. He's always about trying to get us a harvest. The whole kingdom of God is based, according to Matthew 13, it says the whole kingdom of God is based on one thing. So can you imagine this? The whole kingdom, the way the kingdom works and operates is based on one thing, seed. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like seed. It's, it's, some goes on good ground, some on stony ground, some on thorny ground, and he explains that. And he says the whole kingdom is based on the seed principle. So this is the time of year to get your seed sown. Sow words of decrees over your life that, yes, I am blessed coming in. I am blessed going out. I am healthy. I am whole. My family is is healed. My family is saved. Begin to sow the word of God. Make decrees. Write stuff and put it on your mirror in your fridge. This is the time to decree. To, to decree. We decree every year out loud multiple times during this time of year. We have have been redeemed by the blood, by of, the the blood of the Lamb from the hand of the enemy. Yes. So financial seeds help help those who need help sow into the kingdom of God. You can sow here with us if you'd like. You can go to wordalive.org and there's a uh, link to give if you'd like to sow first fruit seeds here or wherever God's instructing you to sow your first fruit seed because it's time to get your seed in the ground because the scripture Beth said it will absolutely produce a harvest. Another one, one more thing I'd like to mention uh, as Beverly was talking about the feast, what, what got our attention when we began to, to delve into this alignment and by the way we have a small book out on alignment now it's uh, i think it's only like five dollars right. and it's all about what we're talking about today lifeoffreedom.site lifeoffreedom.site you can grab a hold of that uh, book on alignment but john five a friend of mine pastor kevin craig uh, was we always call at least once a week and run by run over some revelation together and and John chapter 5, it says, after this, there was the feast of the Jews. 
so good. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. So it was Passover. We know if you study that out. And there was in Jerusalem by the sheep gate, right? The yes. lamb. By the sheep gate, a pool in Hebrew called Bethesda, right? Uh, which is a very, very powerful place which had five porches, which is the number of grace. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water, for an angel would come down at a certain time. Mm -hmm. Check this out. They weren't just waiting for a random angel. Every year at Passover, the Lord releases an angel. Yes. This is this is Exodus 23 said an angel would go before you. So Jesus comes upon a group of people in desperate need waiting for the angel, but Jesus says something very interesting. He 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 the guy was there it said he'd been there 38 years, which is the exact that time, time they were in the wilderness. Israel had spent in the wilderness mm-hmm. and when Jesus saw him lying there, he knowing he'd been in that condition a long time said, "Do you want to be made well? Do you want to be whole?" And the sick man answered and said, I do, but I don't have anybody to put me into the pool. Jesus said, you don't have to have that. He said, take up your bed and walk. Wow. What was he saying? You don't have to wait for a stirring of the waters to get a miracle. Just get it. Take up your bed. Walk. What's he saying? Step into Passover. That's right. Step into this portal, step into this time, step into this season, and you will find my redemption. And the guy picked up his mat and was made well. This is what's available to me and you right now in this season. This Passover season is a time that we can step into this portal, step into this spiritual season, and allow the redeeming power of the blood of Christ to redeem us in every area, spiritually, financially, relationally, physically, in every area of our life. How do we do that? By worship. Find you a place to worship radically during Passover, by decrees, by speaking out God's words and promises, and by giving. This is the time to to, to decree. I have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb from the hand of the enemy. It is Passover. Yes, let me run this really quickly for you and just give you the scripture references, especially if you're somewhere where you can write these down or if you're just listening. But it's really worth having this seed sown into your spirit. So the characteristics of this month, and we've discussed them, are it's the month of redemption. It's the beginning of miracles, crossing over into the new, putting our best foot forward, standing at our own personal promised lands and setting our course for the future. And we do that how? By watching our speech and not walking in negativity and cynicism and disappointment and depression and oppression and despondency and all of the despair that the world is trying to tell us that we have to live in. We're not we're in the world, but we're not part of it. Let me jump in there just for a second because I want all the rest of this is really good is Bev mentioned it's the beginning of miracles and you set your future why this is the beginning of beginnings that's right it says when they came out of Egypt this will be the beginning of months and so this is the very beginning of this year that you can set your course and your future right now this month for this year and even though your tongue is the smallest organ it is the most powerful one and so what you're saying over yourself what you're saying about your family what you're saying about your situation however you're framing your world Frame it like silver 
apples in golden frames. Look at your words going forward, framing your word. And you can find that in Matthew 12, 34. Speak life, praises and thanks. That's Proverbs 18, 21. Thank God for where you came from. Even if it wasn't the very best circumstances, you are exactly who you are because of where you came from and what God has already done in your life and what he's preparing you for. And you can find that in Psalm 40. Month of praise, go forth like yada. Psalm 104, praise confounds the enemy. Second Chronicles 20, 22. That's when they begin to praise God and God sent an ambush against the yes, enemy. Yes, he did. It's a time of cleansing, spring cleaning, John 21, 12. It's a new year of kings, 2 Samuel 11, 1. Pray over all of our politicians. My God, we need it. And then pray over finances. It's tax month in the United States of America. It's a month to learn to fish. And I love every single thing about that. That's in Matthew 17, 24, 27. And it can be natural food or it can be that you have literally cast out your net as the ecclesia of the living God and you are sharing your journey and you are telling people of the goodness of God in the land of the living and all that he has already done for you and you've cast your net and now you're bringing in this huge harvest for the kingdom of God so that they now can advance. Oh my gosh, I feel the presence of God mm -hmm. on that. And then it's the month of the latter rains, Joel 2, 23. After that, I will pour my spirit out That's on right. all, all flesh. flesh. This is the time where the Lord waters the seeds that we sow, and by tabernacles, we've had a supernatural harvest once again. Even the very heavens over us are declaring the season that we're in, the very the very uh, heavens itself. The constellation is Aries, which is the Lamb. And so, Re Revelations 12, we overcome by the blood yes. of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so, Beverly and I... Join our faith with you and say, now we align in Jesus' name with the heavens, with what God is saying, that this is Passover season. The lamb is to be worshipped. Yes. The lamb is to be celebrated. And the lamb is to be eaten. This is the time to digest the Lord, to to invoke his presence and his goodness and his mercy and his grace into our life and step into a brand new season of redemption. So we bless you this Passover season. We say as you worship, as you decree, as you give this season, Passover will be your portion and you will experience every blessing God has for you and you will step into your future and you will step into it blessed, made whole, well healed and prosperous in the name of Jesus for the glory of God. Amen. Once again, if you'd like to get more information to study this out, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. All of our materials are there, how to align with the particular seasons of God. If you'd like to give a first fruits offering, you can do that at wordalive.org. And we bless you as we're stepping into this Passover season. This is God's appointed time, his divine appointment. Come before him. Don't come empty-handed that a blessing may rest upon your house. We release the redeeming power of God's grace through the blood of Jesus under your life and your family and your children's children generationally this year. We are crossing over for conquest in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. We've enjoyed every minute of it. Good job, Beverly. Oh, I enjoyed every second of that. And, and one thing I wanted to add, Nissan means miracles. So this is that season. This is the season for the presence of Jesus to be made manifest in unusual miracles. 
ask for them. They're yours for the asking. Begin to decree and declare. This is the month for miracles. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you guys. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.